welcome to a new episode of Free Talk. This is Aya. We are everywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. Connect with us on Facebook at aya.shani.315. And you can email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. On to the episode. So for this episode, we want to talk about a tragedy that has happened. Methadol was found in the blood of 21 teenagers who died in a bar in South Africa's city of East London. Methadol is a toxic chemical, and if ingested, even in small amounts, it can be fatal. Mm -hmm. Methadol is a toxic form of alcohol that is used industrially as a solvent, pesticide, or an alternative source of fuel. It is not used in the production of alcohol sold for human consumption. This one I heard, and it is just mysterious, as you said. It's very, very mysterious. When I heard of it on the news, I find that was very mysterious because that never did happen in South Africa. I mean, we all know South Africa is a very... They are the country where they all, they like to party. South Africans like to party. They, it's, I mean, I think the whole world know what is the music called Amapiano. They create Amapiano because they're always partying. They always like to party. But one thing I find it that was very, very, I find it mysterious is that the owner of the bar said that these uh, these teenagers died of stampede. That's mean that they, I mean, there were so many people and then they, you know, did some fall, some of them fall and the other, you know, others was, you know, stand, stand, standing on them. Anyway, stampede. But the, <laughs> the thing is, it doesn't matter you, whatever you, you say they did not find no injuries on the bodies and also another it, i mean it's so sad because these teenagers only went there to uh, to celebrate after finishing their exams to finish their last exam which is me it's supposed to be a celebration something that is nice because they went through the year they made it through the year and they did their exams and they passed it and they're so happy and they're just going to celebrate it. They not know that they wouldn't come home. And one thing also they did find out is when the owner said that it was a stampede, they watched through the, uh, the CTV camera and the CTV camera show that actually there were students, there was people who were sitting in the VIP section that started to fall they they started to feel uh, unconscious before even you know they uh, all the craziness started to happen so which is mean there is something there must be something in the alcohol as you said in the beginning it was not a stampede or anything because the cctv camera showed these people are sitting in the VIP. VIP, they're far away from everybody, from the crowd and from everybody. So who going to stand on, on step 
who going to step on these people? Somebody somewhere poisoned these people. And they decided we're gonna, as always, they're gonna use the excuse that it was a stampede or whatever, anyway. And that bring me to a point. And I know some of you do not want to hear this point. This happened, I think about two or three weeks before this tragedy. There's a pastor name. I'm gonna make sure that I know, you know, I pronounce his name properly. There's a pastor name, Pastor Joan Nosen, N-O-E-S-E-N a 61-year-old white national Christian leader. Two, about two weeks before this incident, this pastor decided to put a poison in waters of where black people live to kill black people. And he lived around, he lives in Johannesburg. He wanted to kill the black people because he, they wanted the country. These white people wanted the country for themselves. They do not want the fact that black people is running that country. But I have a question. You are sitting in the land called Africa, which is called the land of black. Who are you to say that you want the land for yourself? And I'll give you another Another thing, there is, if you go to the North Africa, you have Moroccans, you have Libya, you have Egypt, you have all these countries. These people have been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. And still yet, African people have a hard time to accept them as their own. Why? Because they are in the land of Black and they're not Black. These people have been there for hundreds of years, at least minimally in Egypt and Morocco and Libya on these places. They have been there at least more than 1,000 years, years. And if even African people, Black people had a hard time to accept them as one of their own, you, as a South African, who you call yourself, white South African, who you call yourself, African, African, you have been only just there in 1948, which is me having even been 100 years since you decided to take over, not take over, you killed genocide, killed so much Black people, took 86% of their land and pushed their black people to the worst side of their own country. And now you just want to kill them and get rid of them. Also, I saw the video. This told me because it was all the 21 people, they were all black. So what happened? I saw also the video in the bar. It wasn't a black bar, it wasn't just black people. They were black and white. So why was only just black people that died? These 21 teenagers, like you said, they came together to celebrate uh, finishing their exams and everything. So you think that 
they specifically were targeted, which means that I don't know who owns the bar, but does that mean that the people who wanted to target these 21 kids purposely put that, put methadol into their drinks so that only that, because you said the VIP started to drop. Were the kids part of the VIP? Was it their party that was there? Or was it just there were people in VIP and the kids were having their own little get together? There were people in the VIP, which is there was black, some black people in the VIP. And there was also the kids, those kids who died. Sorry, the VIP people did not die. What well, that's not what I heard. It's just that something did happen that they started to also fell. And the thing why the, those kids died, because when they got there, they decided they wanted those kids to leave. They want them to leave and they didn't want to leave. They said, look, we got in the, uh, what you call it, the man outside, which is the, what, what, how do you call it? The bodyguard, whatever. They let like the bouncer. The, yeah, the bouncer, let them in. So they have all the right to be in. It's a club, they're in. But for somehow they didn't even, even said who told them to leave. But somebody came to tell them to leave and they refused to leave. And then the moment they refused to leave, this is where everything, all hells start to break loose. The authority, some of the people came out or some of the, uh, the bar people say, oh, there was, a, uh, there was a stampede and there was a survivors. And those survival students, survivors say, no, there was no stampede. They said that in, when they told them to leave, they use a tear gas in the beginning. They use a tear gas against them. And this is where some of them starting to fall. And then they say, there's one girl, she survived. She said it was so bad that she had to, it was too slow. She had to jump, she had to use the window she had to escape from the window to jump two, two stories down to escape death. That person did not want them there. And because they refused to leave, so he killed them. Is it possible this was planned? And I'm, I'm finding it hard to understand if this was planned in advance because I'm like, how would these people know these kids were going to go to this specific yeah. bar and all these type of things? Because for them to target, but as you said, it's possible they target any and all Black people that enter that establishment. So they had to have that in reserve there ready to poison all these people. Mm -hmm. And they know that because they know these people, as I said, they, knows, they know that it was the time, the, the end of exam. They know that the kids will come. They know the kids will celebrate because they always do celebrate. Yeah, and but I'm also it. the reason why I'm, I'm pondering as well, because I'm like, is this the first time this is happening at this bar or is this the first time it's so big that they have to report it? Because I mean, that's 21 teenagers. It's yeah. possible that this was happening before, but it was happening in a smaller way where it was one or two people at a time and no one was saying anything. Yeah, for that, I wouldn't, I, not going to tell you what something that I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know if it did happen before, but I think this is the time that it has really happened. Like 2021 and 2022 has been like the craziest time. It's like everything is just coming out. And the thing is really, I mean, 
as I told you about it, somebody has targeted them. And as I also told you, like the pastor, uh, the 61 year old white Christian who call himself white Christian. I mean, he has been living there for so long, but I mean, they have it in their brain. They want that, but they never actually did it. Because, and another thing also, let me tell you, before the, the president that is there right now used to be Jacob Zuma. Jacob Zuma used to be the president before this one, the, the recent president here. And Jacob Zuma wasn't taking no bull crap from white people. And white people did not like Jacob Zuma because he know this is his country. This is, was his country. If you don't like the way he leads his country, you can pack your thing and go back to your white country. And this is the, one of the reasons the white people used to dislike Jacob Zuma so much. And to me, as a black person, I wish that all presidents will be like Jacob Zuma. You don't, take, you don't take no shit. Look, I mean, we give an example. Look at the United States. They killing black people like nothing. And you go to a black country, black, even black people, they, it's their land. And you want to take their land. And not only because you want to take their land, you want to kill them, exterminate them. We all know. We know they have we, been doing that for a long time. They have been done it. I mean, look, we live in the we live in the North America. This country, this whole place, continent, belong to the natives. But who is leading it now? So they want to do the same thing. And then this is another thing. And as I said, this one here is not for those who don't want to be offended. And I don't care you want to be offended or not offended. I'm not here to sweet talk to you. I'm here to tell the truth. Black people should not take this in their land. They already endure much in you people's land. In their land, they shouldn't endure, endure you. And also another thing that I want to bring, <laughs> I heard this one and I was really, I, I, I was cracking up. I was laughing so bad. Now, these white student in South Africa is protesting the fact that they want to use the language African as a teaching, a teaching language. Now these white people are getting mad. They're protesting. And again, I'm going to say, which country are you? Please, people, let me know. The, the word, the country even have the name. South Africa, which country are you? You're in African country. It's called South Africa. And the language is called African. So which language do they want to be taught in? Their language, English. Everything has to be English. But they can, won't, okay. Maybe I'm weird because, you know, like I, I came to Canada when I was young and there's French schools and English schools. So if they so if they do not want to learn the language of the land and be able to speak and understand, they can also create schools so they can learn English or they can go to an English country where they can learn English. 
it's like if I go to, I don't know, China or even in one of the countries in Africa, obviously I would assume I would go to a school, a, a school. I, I assume I'll go to a school that teaches the language of the land so I could learn and communicate with the people that live there because that's their language. It's like if we go on vacation, sometimes we learn some phrases to be able to communicate with the people to know where to go, you know, or if we could get something to eat. So if you're living in a country that speaks a specific language, you should kind of expect that their schooling system and, you know, everything that they have there would primarily have their language. To all those yeah. people, I would say, try coming and live, not, not just in Canada, in Quebec, and understand that they want everyone here to learn French. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing, but I'm like, it's their country. They, well, it's not really their country, but let's, let's not go that deep. But anyway, <laughs> since it's primarily French speaking here, they assume when you come here and you go to their schools, you will learn their language. So yes, if you live in Africa, it would be awesome if you learn the language of the country. And if you need school to be taught in a different language, that's when you go to the government and say, we also need an English board. And if they say no, because this is Africa, you can go to so many countries that teach in English. There is 240, okay, two, four, zero. 240 countries in the globe okay 240 countries in the globe and all the western side speak english and guess what you all come from the western side so if you don't want like i mean come on africa is just one continent you have asian continent you have Australian continent, you have European continent, you have American continent, you have South American continent. I mean, you have five continents. And most of the time, if you go to go to European, which is where you come from. So if you so wanted to speak that language, go back to where you come from and speak that your language. But you cannot think you want to go to Africa, a continent where it has thousands of thousands of thousands of languages. South Africa itself has 16, one, six languages. And the thing is, not even everybody that speaks the same languages, but a lot of them, but the main language is African, which they have all the right to teach their people to, and as you gave example, come to Quebec. And I work with immigration because I work with people that come from other countries and they want actually establish here. For them to establish in Quebec, they need to pass an exam, a French exam, and they need to speak 100% French. So that is the requirement. It's not even, no, it's not even, oh, probably I can just learn it whenever I feel like it. No, it's you have to learn if you want to live here. So really, you guys are so lucky that these African people did not say you have to learn their language or the 16 language if you want to live there. Because if I were me, I would say, unless you speak the 16 language, get out of my country. 
Dude, that's a lot. No, not the 16. Like people are out here trying to learn two, three languages, not 16. But I agree that if you decide to live in the country, it would be best to learn one of the 16, the one that's in your area. And if they happen to teach it at the schools or give, you know, a, a specific language school, I would be overjoyed that I'm allowed to go there and now learn the language. So guess what? You'll be speaking English and you'll be speaking African. So I don't understand why a protest is needed for the schooling of a specific country. If you go to another country and they say, oh, you have to speak our language, you'll go to the school and speak and learn the language. So it's just interesting that they're protesting that they're being taught the language of the land. That's, that's interesting. And that's another thing I want to know because they're protesting. Do you think you can go to any Middle East, Middle East countries and say, oh, I don't want to learn your language. So <laughs> they will ship you back so fast. And probably shipping will be nice. They will give you a kick in your behind. You will land whatever country you came from so fast. I mean, I'm talking, I'm joking a little bit about it, about, you know, they will kick you so fast. But all of these things, I love Mandela. I do love Mandela. But I think all this thing is his fault. Unfortunately, as I said, I love Mandela. I love what he did. He fought, he fought for the freedom when, as I said, in 1948, when these people got to South Africa and decided to take 86% of their, of their land. I love what he did, but one mistake, I, one thing I learned that made me got so mad, so, so mad that I can't even, as a human, as an African, as a black person, I can't even understand how and why he made that decision. In the 19, between 1993 and 1994, and I'll give you the story of where most of these so-called white South Africans come from. First of all, let me clarify for you. No white person is a South African. That doesn't exist. That is not true. They came, they live there, they're residents. They're not South African. It's a resident. My parents came here for a long time ago. They're not Canadian, they're resident in Canada, but they come from Africa. Same thing as any white person that lives in, I mean, Nairobi, in Kenya, they have a lot of, they have also white people, but Nairobi will never tell, will never tolerate. No white person said, I am African, I am Kenyan. No, that does they do not tolerate that. So this is why I, I'm telling you I got mad at Mandela. Because between 1993 and 1994, these people who went there, who actually create genocide in South Africa and during that time in, in the 1940s, they came from Finland, Finland and Denmark and all that. And then during that time, Finland government and Denmark government decided, made a call to South Africa president saying, we're going to make an accord with you. We're going to sign the treaty. We're going to take all these people 
back. You're going to take all the white people back from your country for causing such a problem. So they decided because if, if you people do not know what is 1948 is, just go on YouTube or Google and just Google 1948 in South Africa. It was brutal. They killed so much black people. So anyway, they said that they're going to take them back. And Mandela, for somehow, this man decided, no, it's okay, they can stay here. And this is why we are here today with these white people trying to kill black people to take over their country. for joining us on free talk we love to hear your thoughts on what we talk about let us know your concerns and the topic you like us to talk about bye bye